What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. I was thinking about the way that I sounded just now. (laughs) (laughs) And I get these like creepy guys on Messenger. Every day there's something, right? There's a lot of somethings every day. And the ones that are always like, wow, your voice is so fucking sexy. And I could listen to your voice all the time. And I'm always like, wow, that's like a free a free promo for me because I send them a link to my podcast and then I'm like, here, you can listen to it all day long if you want to. <laughs> um, that's not what we're talking about today, though. Today, I wanted to talk about a new approach when it comes to SMART goals. And if you're not familiar, SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Timeline. And I want to talk about, in particular, those little Russian stackable dolls. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? The Russian dolls, yeah. Yeah. So I remember when I was a kid, my dad still has this. He has two of them now, but he had this bar set up. It was like a, just like a wet bar in the den, which he now calls the living room for some reason. (laughs) Times have changed. (laughs) He had um, a sink that he installed and a really nice bar with some cabinets. And then there's some fancier cabinets up above where he would keep alcohol that I never saw him drink. And up in that cabinet, there was this set of those little stackable Russian dolls. And we were not allowed to touch anything up there, most importantly. We lived in a a very, like, my parents taught me a lot of class. And so there were so many things, so many rules that I had to abide by, especially as the only girl in the house. And one of those rules for all of us was that we weren't allowed to even open up those cabinets. You couldn't even place your hand on the door of the cabinet And for the most part, it was because there was alcohol inside and there was these Russian dolls that I always wanted to play with. And I remember asking my mom and asking my dad and they would never let me because it was like a, I don't know, an antique or something. (laughs) And so these cabinets had glass doors with this metal kind of embossed decorative screen on it. And you can see these Russian dolls at the top of the shelf just like gleaming down at you. They were this bright maroon color and you can see how hand-painted and beautiful they were. And you have to walk by that thing being taunted by it all of the time. And there was one time when they finally let me play with it. I don't know why it was different, but I remember sitting on the ground right by that cabinet and I can't remember if it was my mom or my dad, but they showed me what it was all about. And I didn't even know that there, there was so many layers to this thing and there was probably 10 of them, I believe. And it was wooden and like, it really was a nicer set. I can understand why they wouldn't want a kid touching it. And, you know, it wasn't very easy to unscrew each layer to be able to find the treasure of another one laying inside of it. And I remember just being in awe of the the intricacy of how, how identical each one was hand-painted. And it got me thinking about how similar this is to our goals and how similar it is to SMART goals in particular because when we have something that we want to do for ourselves, we usually look at the big picture of things and we focus on the big picture of things, right? I want to save up $10,000. So we're fixated on that number of $10,000. And 
It's very difficult for us to break things down into micro goals to be able to achieve that North Star of that big goal of $10,000. And it's funny how similar it is to those, those Russian dolls because the goal is the same, right? So each little doll is exactly the same. And if we were to take all of those little Russian dolls and take them all apart and we were to set them up and we were to look at the different sizes of each of them, then we could constitute that and align it with each of the goals that we want to accomplish in our life. So if we're looking at the smallest one, that would be the smallest micro goal. And that could be a micro goal that's a single action item, or it could be a micro goal that's a repetitive action item. So let's say that our big goal is $10,000. Okay, cool. So when are you going to accomplish that $10,000? And let's pretend that it was a six-month goal. And you were to list out all of the ways that you could potentially reach that goal. And by looking at that smallest micro goal, if it's something that needed to be on repeat, maybe it could be to find a way to make an extra $100 a week every single week. Imagine that compounding effect, right? And then perhaps that second micro goal would be to save $200 from your check every single month. And then that could also be on repeat. And maybe you have a third one. You're like, we're going on and on for all of these micro goals. It's going to be different for everybody. But by understanding that some of them could be compounding, meaning they're repetitive, we do it consistently on whatever timeline we lay out. And there are other little Russian dolls that get bigger and bigger that perhaps aren't on repeat. You know, it's something like, as you're explaining this, it's so, it's, it's hard to... Set, set that goal for yourself because you we create these roadblocks for it but it's it's the simplicity behind it is you have those micro goals set as it goes forward and you, you said like the small ones uh, you're going to save a hundred dollars a month or a week just from whatever you do with it and then it could be something to well i'm not going to go to starbucks every day for that for a week and it compounds up into that $100. We look at the tangible items associated to it, but the reality is like, where are you gonna pull, say, $500 extra from? Well, it, it's changing your lifestyle or habits to the way of where you're not having that outflow of money as well. So it's if that end goal's $10,000, if you can't create $100 or $200 a week out of thin air by working overtime, whatever else it may be, it's what can you change to where you're not spending that money to keep achieving that same goal. Recently, on a, we have a local Facebook group for just our high desert area, and I saw the most clever post, but it was a genuine post, and it, it was one of the best performing posts that I had seen in this group. And it was a younger man, and he he has a wife who was sick, and he makes it pretty short and sweet talking about the problem that his wife has and that he is a very handy man who could do X, Y, and Z. He's very specific on the skills that he has. And he's, he's, at, he's pretty much saying, like, I can do whatever you need done around the house, and you pay me for it. And so these replies that he was getting, it was not only supportive in terms of the health problem that his wife had, but it was also like, oh, do you hang up doors? Do you do yard work? Do you do painting? Do you? And it was also like, do you fix cabinet doors? 
like somebody had a loose, literally like you take a fucking screwdriver and you screw in the hinge on it. But so many mundane things that some people, it's beyond their understanding to know how to do, or maybe them themselves have health impairments, impediments that make it to where they're not able to do it. And this, this post got over 1500 engagements. And then the comments, it was over a thousand comments and every single one he's like, yes, I know how to do that. I don't know how to do that, but I can figure it out. And so he had literally a thousand job offers by one single post. So imagine if you were to say like, Hey friends, and most of us have thousands of people on Facebook as friends, I need to make an extra $100 this week. How can I do it? And so having that vulnerability to be able to ask for the help when you need it, and even if it's people around your own workplace, or maybe you have a particular craft and you haven't ever sold something that you make before, but somebody would have a use for it. And maybe it's information. A lot of people don't realize that there's so many different ways to make income. If there's something that you know how to do, guess what? There are people out there that don't know how to pick up a screwdriver and screw in a hinge on a cabinet door. So there are a lot of people who need that particular information. It's just you making yourself available and us remembering that we are constantly advertising ourselves, whether we realize it or not. And that could be beneficial and that can also hinder us if we don't realize that we are doing that and people are taking in that information just as you're a walking billboard. Yeah, it's it's there's so much that we can accomplish if we assert ourselves and and that's the key word is asserting ourselves towards achieving that goal and it's creating those micro goals saying like this is the end result and not only just focusing on that end result but focusing on the steps you need to take to get to that point. So it, setting ourselves up for this achievement is great and saying hey I want to go to Egypt instead of just saying, I want to go to Egypt. Let's, let's go. It's okay. What do I need to set forward to start going to get it, get us ready to go there. And it's something that anything's obtainable. If you set that goal and you don't just jump from a to Z, it's going through the whole alphabet leading up to it. For sure. So being specific, I think, is the most important. And then having that accountability. I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.